that? I'm talking to you, all you funky jazz cats out there. Do you feel that? It's the cool summer vibe. SEMA Podcasting Network is bringing to you, and the Phoenix is a man with the plan, keeping your pedal to the metal all summer long. Hey, um, who do we got on the mic next? Hey, kid, uh, grab me one of them vanilla Cokes. Hey, 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 no, in a glass, all right? No can, no can. It is hot, 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 and I am not just talking about all you dames out there. SEMA Podcasting Network keeps the party rolling on, so hop on your skateboard and feel that summer breeze wafting through your hair. New Guy on the Block is up next. Guy on the Block, only on Zima Podcasting Network. Hello, everybody. Welcome to New Guy on the Block. I am your host, Graham Zima. We are here for the first episode of our adventure. Sitting with me today is uh, the gentleman that will be joining me on this journey. To my right, we have Dylan. Welcome to the program, Dylan. How's it going, Graham? Pretty good, pretty good. Sitting across from me, we have Charlie Arpin, one of the other reoccurring members of this show. How you doing? Doing pretty good, my friend. Nice to see you. And then sitting across from me as well is one of our special guests who will be joining us for a few episodes of this program, Graham Collings, the other Graham in the studio today. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Well, I'm excited to be here. I don't know about you guys, but I, I mean, this is oh, something yeah. I've been oh, looking yeah. forward to. Uh, we're going to get into some really interesting stuff over these next episodes, so... Uh, Without further ado, let's just get the ball rolling. Uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about um, is really just get people familiar with who you guys are in particular. I mean, we'll be talking about a lot of things over the course of this show, things like skateboard history, um, you know, your experience in skate parks, some of your problems with, uh, you know, skate culture in general. Uh, but to kick things off, I want to just sort of introduce who you are. Um, I want to start with our guest, Graham, and then we'll work our way around to, to Charlie and Dylan. Uh, when did you start skateboarding? Um, I started skating probably around 2005, so that's roughly what? I mean, it's about 15, yeah, 14 years yeah, or four, so. 14 yeah. years, yeah. And skateboarding definitely shaped who I am because growing up, I mean, I, I took it off, like, I took it from my brother. I mean, he did it, he, did, he skated a lot, and I mean, I did everything that he did, but skateboarding definitely shaped who I am because, I mean, growing up, I wasn't a huge sports guy. I mean, I wasn't playing football with friends, I was always at the skate park, and mm-hmm. that definitely shaped who I am today. I mean, and just 
especially with my friend group now who I'm looking at. I mean, I'm hanging out with Charles. I'm looking, hanging out with Dylan all the time. I mean, we've definitely created a, a community. Um, it's, yeah, I love it. How about you, Charlie? I started in the spring of 2009. Uh, and also, like Graham, I never played sports. I tried cross country in sixth grade. And on the first day, I like fell really hard and opened up my knee and had to get stitches. So I never, <laughs> I, I, I never went back to sports again. But yeah, I, I think it was just simply because I had a friend group, but they didn't really have any interests. They would skate. And none of them are with it anymore, believe it or not. I'm the only one that managed to stick with it. But yeah, in sixth grade, I would ride around the driveway on on a Razor scooter and I would like jump over the hose and stuff. And then eventually I was like, I want to get a skateboard because this is lame. And then I got one. And from that point on, it was like, I think within the first month, I knew that I wanted to stay with it forever. And since then, I mean, countless, spent through countless injuries ups and downs with it and I'll I'll never let it go that's for sure was it a similar experience for you Dylan uh yeah I mean I started skating around the same time Charles did probably about 2008 2009 uh I played baseball when I was a kid though and I really just could not stay on the coaching aspect and the whole team sport so really what drew me into skating was this is something that if I wanted to get good I had to do it myself there's no one coaching me there's no one telling me what to do telling me how to do it if I want to do it I have to put the initiative in to do it and I just really uh helped me out with that individualistic part because I've always been kind of a loner throughout my entire life and being able to do something where it's like, I can just go out and do it. That was, that was awesome. I loved it. You know, it kind of surprised me to hear, I mean, each one of you brought up the whole idea of team sports and you not really jiving with that type of environment, which actually, I mean, I guess it's sort of a compliment. You guys are pretty outgoing individuals. You seem like you'd be, you know, somebody that I can consider a teammate in some of the team sports. So it's interesting to hear that that was something that, wasn't really um, up your alley. Was there an objection from any of your parents or relatives like when you started skateboarding? Did you have somebody that was like, ah, oh, maybe you should do more of a team sport or were people pretty supportive? Well, most definitely. Yeah, that definitely happened. Like my parents are kind of like, why are you doing this? Like you shouldn't be doing this, trying to force me into other stuff. But it all kind of came back to skating and eventually I think they kind of came around to it. Like, all right, like as much as we want to not have them do this. He's going to do it anyway. You're shaking your head, Charlie. Do you have a similar experience? No, no. I I mean, I was lucky enough to grow up with uh, parents who, they're, they're pretty, they're liberal art teachers. And, <laughs> and, and uh, my dad, you know, graduated from UWM in printmaking, my mom in photography. So I was lucky enough to grow up with parents that pretty much supported anything that I chose to do. I mean, obviously if I like came home doing drugs in seventh grade, they wouldn't have supported that, but I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I, I was skating, but I was responsible with injuries up until high school and everything was, was pretty okay. My grandparents were really cool with it too, which was weird. Yeah. My grandparents are pretty cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. My parents supported, I guess, and to an extent, like when I was a kid, like they were like, Oh cool, we can do this. And then it kind of grew and grew. And they're like, Oh, maybe you should, they tried veering me other ways just to see what would happen. But it always went back to skateboarding. Yeah. How about you, Graham? Yeah. For me, I mean, my parents were always, uh, they were always supportive to the extent where like, they always wanted me to do something that would make me happy. But I think growing up in a family where, I mean, my dad was a hockey player, sister was field hockey player. I mean, sports, I mean, 
for me, I mean, I tried to follow the footsteps of my brother and sister. And I mean, even though my brother skated for a short while, I always felt like the odd man out. And I mean, my parents definitely liked the fact that I was doing something active. And I mean, I was always going to the skate park. I was always meeting new people. But I think the, the thing that my, my parents had the most, they didn't really like the culture behind skateboarding. Um, <clears throat> they always found that it was kind of rebellious in a sense. I don't know. And they thought it would make me become a person in which, I mean, they didn't really, it's, it's kind of hard to explain because, I mean, my parents, they always support me, but it's something that to this day, they kind of still have a problem with when they, when they kind of look at me. I mean, the way I, I mean, it shapes who I am. I mean, the way I dress, the way I talk, it's I'm very different from the rest of my family. So, I mean, they support me to this day, but it's something that I still kind of deal with. So it's more the culture, less the actual sport itself. Yeah. Did you ever feel the need to like bring some of your friends home to sort of prove them wrong in some fashion, show them that their predetermined notions about the culture was off base? No, and it's kind of funny you say that because growing up, I never used to invite <clears throat> my skate friends over because really? I always felt like I'd be judged. Yeah, and I mean to this day, I still do, and I don't, I don't see the reason why I'd feel judged, but I think seeing my brother and sister's friends versus my friends, I'm polar opposite. Mm -hmm. So I think growing up, it was definitely hard for me to bring friends over and feel accepted in that sense. Um, Did that piss you off a little bit? Just like having that backlash from the people that are supposed to support you the most? Yes, but also no, because I mean, I knew that my friends were my friends. I mean, I, it's who I choose. I mean, they don't really have a right to say who I can and cannot hang out with. It definitely encouraged me to do it more. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, I don't really think it ever, like, upset me, though. Okay. Yeah, never upset me. How big was skateboarding when you guys got into it at your school? Was this something that you and a select amount of people were doing, or was this something that was the thing at your school? Uh, I'm from Wauwatosa, and at the time, I mean, Dylan knows and Graham knows now, but there's a skate park there now, so it's a lot more present, I think, in Tosa schools. But uh, no one was really skateboarding yet. Uh, it was kind of, 2009 was kind of like the hub of like Zoomies culture. <laughs> That's I don't true. know how yeah, to say true. that, but yeah. like when, when you got into skating in 2008, 2009, Zoomies was like a thing for sure. Like that you wanted to go to before you knew what something like phase two was, you know, like the local shop. But I was lucky enough to, uh, have Judy Doyle. Shout out to her, the woman responsible for the Wauwatosa Skate Park. She started a uh, skate club at my middle school when I was in eighth grade. It was only second semester that I was in it because that's when it started right before I left middle school. But that skate club probably gave me the most opportunities to meet everyone at my school who was either in this, like into skating for a while, or it was a really like welcoming space for people that wanted to get into it. I really appreciated that about Mrs. Doyle. She brings snacks, skate DVDs. We'd go out skating. It was really fun for sure. How about for you, Dylan? Um, man, it was just me all through high school. I was the only skateboarder in my high school. I was like, there was nothing. It was, I had no one to really look to at my high school. So I always skated at a park to the, like 
town over and there were skateboarders all over there. So none of my friends went to my high school because there's no skateboarders there. It was just me. There were some skateboarders who graduated, who I know now, who graduated right before I came in and then no one. It was just me. They're all through freshman, sophomore, junior year, senior year, just me who skated. And were you okay with that? or? Uh, it was fine. I mean, I didn't really care for anyone in my high school, so it wasn't really pressing on me to <laughs> be like, oh, I need to be with these people. You don't skate in high school. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I was just like, no one really skated, so I was just like, I don't really care. Like, no one, any people are about me. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the town over where there's actually people who skate, and I can go and hang out with people who are similar to me. How for you, Graham? Yeah, I mean, I went to Pius, so, I mean, it was definitely a school in which I kind of, going into it, I thought there would actually be a lot of skateboarders, which when it's, it was kind of funny because, I mean, when I showed up, there were, I was the only one. Um, where is Pius, by the way? Pius is in Tosa, kind of near the old, the Pettit Center, the, okay. the ice rink. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny because looking back at my high school experience, I don't really know if most people even knew that I skated because I kept it really to myself. I mean, considering there was really no one there that I could skate with, I didn't really have anyone to bond with it. I just took that. I mean, and that, that's why I also loved the skate park because I, that, that's where I really truly felt the community, um, especially with Estabrook Skate Park now. Um, and used to be Four Seasons and Cream City and all those other skate parks. But yeah, in high school, I didn't have anyone to skate with. It was just me. I want to go back to like the beginnings again of your experience because so much of skateboarding, as you all know, um, is trial and error. A lot of, of testing out new tricks. Even in the beginning, you're trying to get comfortable with the whole just motions of skating. Were there moments that were so difficult early on with skateboarding that you contemplated quitting? I don't think I ever contemplated quitting. I think there were moments where I was like just so frustrated where I was like, I'm not going to skate for a few days, but I always came back to it. It was always like, give me my couple days to cool down on whatever the hell I was trying. And now I'll kind of come back to it in a few days. And I always did. Never. Never. That's all, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, you were nodding your head. Yes. Yeah. There were definitely a few times that I contemplated quitting. I mean, Earlier on, I had a bunch of friends, um, like in elementary school, I think for me, skate skateboarding was kind of a new thing for a lot of people in my grade. So, I mean, a lot of people did it and I had a lot of friends. So, I mean, I never really contemplated quitting in the beginning, but I think the first time I started was maybe, um, I think in high school, because I mean, I also felt kind of isolated in terms of my interests and I didn't really think that skateboarding would really take me anywhere friend wise sometimes. Um, even though I did have um, a community, I kind of felt like personally, I, it, I don't know. I just kind of feel like it was one of those things that would just kind of die out. But, and also I think going off to college, um, it was the same thing. I stopped skating for probably a year and a half because I didn't really have anyone to skate with. I mean, I was, I was kind of, just kind of always by myself, but then coming back to Milwaukee, that's when I really started to die back into it because I started meeting friends like Charles and Dylan and they all really brought me back into the sport. Um, and I think I'm actually more passionate about it now than I was ever, which is kind of funny. Well, it helps when you have like the tight knit group that you guys do. Watching you guys interact and stuff, I think it's easy to sort of get caught up in that. A lot of skateboarding too is is injuries, which is one of the things that I wanted to uh, to touch on as well, especially early on, because that's sort of the theme of this episode is that those beginning stages of skateboarding. What was that first injury that you guys had that made you go, "Oh shit, this is what this sport is really like." I hit, I hit my head in seventh grade in the driveway. Yeah, I hit my head a couple times yeah. in the driveway. But I used to wear a helmet in seventh grade. Yeah. And even with the helmet on, I felt it. 
And now I don't wear one at all. And I keep thinking like, yeah, if that would, I, I'm good at falling now, but I didn't know how to fall when I started. Did you get knocked out? No, it just felt with a helmet on, you have to hit, fall really hard to get knocked out with a helmet on, like really hard. I fell and, and it was, you know, it hurt, but I just remember going in and like telling my mom that I fell and from that point it was that was probably the first just like a nice ding to the noggin yeah Yeah, but nothing too nothing too severe my first real injury um i mean i had start when i started skateboarding obviously i mean i would fall all the time i mean every skateboarder does but eighth grade i um i was in the driveway and my parents were at home and i i don't remember what i did because i also actually hit my head in the process but i my ankle turned completely like 90 degrees and like the bone was sticking out and all that stuff. And that was, I think my first real, I was like, shit, like this is skateboarding. And I was out for, I mean, eight, eight months. Jesus. Yeah. It was a definitely, I mean, it's, it still affects me to this day. I mean, my ankle rolls all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, I hit my head a few times doing some stuff, like doing stupid stuff in my driveway. That kind of was like, Oh, that wasn't, that was a little harder than usual, but definitely probably ankle. I'll just twist the hell out of my ankles all the time and they would just get weak. And that's probably the biggest thing that kind of thought of was just like the repetitive uh, injuries on my ankle. It was just like, Oh, I twisted it again. I sprained it this time. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It, it seems like these injuries are so common. I mean, it is such a rough sport and you have to be able to deal with that. And and you do get used to it. But I think one of the things that I find so interesting is the amount of time some of these injuries can put you out. You were talking about eight months. I mean, I've heard people that have gone on a year. I had a friend in high school who couldn't skate for about a year and a half or so just because he got so messed up. How do you like deal with those big injuries that we're talking about here, the ones that sideline you for so long. Do you worry when you step back in there that you're not going to be the same skater that you were prior to the injury at all? Try not to think about it. I did. I worried about it, but uh, I became a better skater after I broke my arm. Each time I broke my arm. How many times did you break your arm? (laughs) Three times. Three times. Yeah. Each time I broke it, I realized that I started to look better on a skateboard. It was really weird. And, uh, I think I stopped worrying about it, but, um, yeah, I think after the first broken arm, I was like pretty worried about getting back on a skateboard, but that's how I got so into like film and reading comic books was because of my broken arms. It, It allowed me to grow as a person and not just be a skateboarder. Do you find that growing yourself as a person found its way into your skateboarding as well? Definitely. Cause a lot of my friends that I skate with like Graham and Dylan, like, they want to watch movies too. You know what I mean? And right. like do other stuff. It's fun. Yeah. How about you, Graham? It still worries me to this day. Every time I go to the skate park, I always think about my ankle. Even before I try a trick, I think of how it's going to affect me, like in terms of what could happen, which is also kind of a bad mindset to go into it because I'm just a textbook warrior. So skateboarding for me is kind of weird because I, I really want to progress at it, but I also still, I constantly worry about getting injured because like my, my ankle is so. It's like flimsy. Like I, the littlest thing could literally just snap it, and it's, it happens all the time. So it's one of those things. I, yeah, I, I always worry about it. So do you think that kind of takes you away from maybe trying out certain things just out of that potential situation? Yeah, but I've also come. I've become pretty comfortable with my skill set in skateboarding. I mean, I I try stuff, um, especially with like my friends always hype me up to try new stuff. But I think I'm 
I'm kind of at this point where I'm pretty comfortable with where I'm at, and I don't really know if I need to progress to the point where, like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be a pro skateboarder. I mean, I want to do stuff with music. I don't, I, I just love skateboarding because I love skateboarding. Um, and yeah, it'll always be that way. Absolutely. Well, I think that's the best way to end this first episode. I want to thank all of you guys for being on this journey with me here. It was a great first episode. Uh, best way to kick things off. Um, reminder, everybody, if you have not already, go on to Apple Podcasts, search New Guy on the Block, or search Zima Podcasting Network. Subscribe to the show and give us a rating and review, preferably five stars, but any feedback is welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, any social plugs you guys want to give out before we wrap this thing up? Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Broke off premiere. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. be there. Yeah, be there Friday, Friday night. Sky yeah. High Skate Shop. Oh, by the time this comes out, that actually this will be long past. Oh, but oh, yeah. be sure to check well, out. We'll, where will it be available? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think Jeremy said he's gonna wait like five months until he's gonna put it on the internet, which is uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if he needs to do that. There, but um, he's not making DVD. He that might he be for us. Okay. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, there's we're premiering a video this Friday. I know it'll be long gone by now, but keep an eye out for it in the future. Absolutely. We'll have updates. What oh, was that called one more time? Broke off. Broke off. All right. Yeah. How about you, Graham? Um, keep skating. Keep skating. Keep skating. <laughs> you got an Instagram, Facebook, anything for people to follow? Um, I mean. Follow the new guy in the block podcast. I mean, our Instagrams yeah, aren't that interesting. Inst- <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> we just post skating. All right. How about for you, Dylan? Um, no other shout outs on Instagram, but just hit up your local shops. Go to Phase Two, Skate Cream City. You're ever in Green Bay, go to Jabasso. Hit your local skate park, skate shop. That's all I have to say. Fantastic. All right, gentlemen. Well, uh, last thing also, if you want to follow any of the other shows on our network, just go on to Apple Podcasts. You can also follow any one of our social handles on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just search Zima Podcasting. You can also follow me on Twitter at Graham Zima. Outside of that, this has been episode one of New Guy in the Block. We'll see you next time.